0: Whatever you want to be, you have to think about it. If you want to be an entrepreneur, you have to think like one. school teacher to being a top one percent realtor in the country to owning my own coaching business and bringing it from zero to seven point two million dollars in just 25 short months because i thought like an entrepreneur hi krista masher here from krista masher coaching and today i want to teach you how to think like an entrepreneur hey before we get into this if you like the content please don't forget to hit the subscribe button it is my goal to educate and to entertain you so if you like it this is the channel for you I wanna clear up a huge misunderstanding that many businesses or professionals actually have who are in the services industry. Even if you work for a large company, in most cases, you are not an employee. You're a business owner. You usually need to develop your own clients, right? You are an entrepreneur, and because you're an entrepreneur, you need to stand out from the pack, not just do what everyone else around you is actually doing. For example, many new loan officers, they'll just try to fit in and follow the footsteps of the mortgage professionals around them. They act as if they've been given a job description with certain duties. Go to real estate networking events, cold call real estate firms, work with anyone who wants to walk through the front door, work weekends and nights, and answer their cell phone 24-7. To be successful, they assume they can't choose what hours to work. The job drives their schedule. They don't think that they can actually choose what clients to have or what their business should look like. With just a few variations, service professionals in other industries could actually tell you the exact same story. Now don't get me wrong, my results in real estate were outstanding in my first few years, but I wasn't as innovative then as I am now. I work like crazy, but I was timid about standing out and making myself known. I wish I'd understood the awesome power of being bold and innovative back then. You don't have to make that same mistake. Whatever your business is, whatever your profession, jump into your business boldly. Make a difference and be different, stand out. Create unique businesses and do the things that your colleagues and your competitors are not doing. Be an entrepreneur. Hire a coach. This may seem crazy to you, but as successful as I am, I continue to have a coach at all times. You might be like me. You need mentoring, constant pushing, and help to implement all the things that you need to do to stand out and to actually make it happen. Don't be a lemming. Don't just follow the leader, be the leader. My goal was always to be the number one in my market. In the beginning in real estate, I had to study the super successful brokers and figure out what I could do to be as successful as they were. I kept the techniques or approaches that fit me and discarded the rest and I modified them of course. I started studying other businesses outside of real estate to see what made them successful. Then I took what I learned and I applied it to my business. For example, early on, I realized that I really wanted more control over my time, which meant obviously that dealing with sellers back then rather than buyers was a smarter choice. So I turned my attention toward making that happen. The point is I didn't just drift along doing real estate and you don't want to just drift along either doing landscape design or doing yoga classes, whatever your career is, create your vision, which might change from the time of the type of business you really want. Then focus on putting that business together. Your goal may not be number one in your industry. You may just want more revenue, more stability, or to work with a different type of client. You may want a business that actually secures your financial freedom or one that lets you actually control more time. Whatever it is, the principles I'm sharing with you will help you get there. But you need to start with your unique vision of what kind of business that you actually want. Then you design your brand around it. Whatever your business, whatever your profession, jump into your business boldly. Make a difference and be different. Again, I'm Krista Maysher here. Let me know what you think by actually commenting. And as always, I'd love for you to share this if you're watching this on Facebook. And be sure to subscribe if you're seeing this on my YouTube channel. And as always, I'm here to serve. Krista Maysher with Krista Maysher Coaching. Are you looking to transform your business? Well, if the answer is yes, then you don't want to miss out on our three-day intensive event starting soon for only $97. This event is jam-packed, three full days of live coaching with me. We have breakout sessions to customize and implement our daily training so that you can actually utilize them into your business. We're going to give you the training to craft your personal strategy to convert your leads into long-term clients. So let's go. What are you waiting for? Register now at kristamayshore.com slash three days live. Can't wait to see you there. Just go to kristamayshore.com slash three days live and let's transform your business. Make sure your emails have this, Google listing. Hi, Kristen Macher here, and today I'm going to show you and explain to you what a Google listing is and why you need one in your business. All business owners should know what a Google My Business listing is, and it's free. For those that don't know, your Google My Business listing is the sidebar that shows up on the right side of the page when you Google a business or a person or a service. The sidebar is actually called Google Knowledge Panel. This panel gives people a first glance view of various aspects of your business. It has buttons for people to actually go to your website, get directions to your location, see photos and videos of your business, and so much more. You can actually post content here, and the most important part is that where people can actually read reviews for you and read past reviews. This is not a website, but it's a free tool that Google offers, and you absolutely need to set one up for your listing. To set up your listing, first, you need Gmail account. You wanna make a Gmail account specifically for this and for your business. Once your Gmail account is set up, you need to fill out the relevant information about your business, such as your address, your contact information, your office hours of operation. You wanna add photos and you wanna add videos. You need to have your physical address for your business because Google mails you a postcard to your business. The postcard comes with a four digit code that you actually need to enter for your Google listing to verify that you're actually a real business. This code takes about 3 to 5 business days to arrive by mail, so make sure you're checking your mailbox. Your Google listing will also show your location on Google Maps, on computers, on tablets, on cell phones, everywhere. This is especially important for proximity reasons, right? If someone is Googling your service and is near your location, your business is going to show up on the map section of the Google search. On top of showing up in the map, it also shows your reviews. So if you don't have a Google My Business listing, and you wanna make sure you show up on Google Maps, so if you don't have a Google My Business, your listing will not show up in the Google Maps section and people won't be able to leave reviews on your Google. So to sum up this video, Google business listing is a centralized point for all your contact information on Google, the number one most searched website in the world. So you need to have a Google listing because without one, you will be missing out on literally thousands of potential customers in your city searching for services just like yours that you offer. Now, if you don't have your listing set up right now, go set it up right now. If you have one set up, start getting some reviews today. Have people be able to leave reviews about your business. Krista Maysher here, Krista Major Coaching. And thanks so much for watching, everybody. I totally appreciate it. And be sure to just like and subscribe and I'll see you next time. Objectives and Facebook and who to target. This question is from Bart and he says, can you explain the benefit of using the reach objective for the top of funnel compared to the video view objective for optimization? So here's the deal. Anytime that you're using the reach objective, you're reaching the masses. So what I like to do is anytime I create a video, I like to use the reach objective. So that way I'm reaching everyone. When you use the reach objective within that specific geographical area that you um, target on Facebook, you're reaching pretty much everyone. The masses are seeing you, you're being seen by everyone. When you use the video views objective and you're running a video, and you're saying, okay, Facebook, find me people that actually like to watch videos. They show and exhibit behaviors that shows that they actually like watching videos. So they're going to put your video in front of more people who are more likely to engage and interact and watch the videos, not engage, but watch the actual videos. So that's the difference between reach, and video views. What I like to do is I like many times to use both objectives. So in the beginning of the funnel, I'll start with the reach objective, top of funnel. So I'm reaching the masses, right? And then people that watch that video, then I'll retarget them to continue to watch more videos that are similar to the first video that I did. Sometimes I'll still just do reach. And sometimes I will do um, video views objective because I want Facebook to put my video ad is in front of people that like to watch video. So that's the difference between the different types of objectives. Remember when you're using different objectives on Facebook it's important to kind of sort of intermingle. You never know when people um, where they're entering the life cycle. You don't know if they're just beginning to think about about doing something that relates to your business or profession you don't know if they're making a decision if they're comparing or contrasting if they have no idea whatsoever that they even want to utilize your business or service that they even have an issue or a problem and you're making them become aware of that so using different objectives is important if you only start in the beginning and you do reach and then you go to other objectives but you never go back to reach again, you might be missing people. And also, there's something to be said about constantly seeing somebody over and over again, right? The idea is to get a massive digital footprint, right? I call it um, your digital domination. In order to have digital domination, People need to see you over and over and over again. When you use the reach objective, you're being seen by the masses. Everyone's seeing you and they're seeing you over and over again if you continue to utilize that objective. Objective. When you're using the video views objective, you're also being seen Specifically by people who like to watch videos. So you're more it's more likely that they're gonna watch more of the video and uh, Finish it all the way through okay Another great thing to do is to actually look at how much watch time somebody watched of a video And if somebody watches let's just say 75% or we or they watch it through play Which means they watch the entire thing to retarget specifically to those people Utilizing the video views objective right to get them to want to watch again and Facebook will put your content in front of them again So you're gonna want to retarget people that previously interacted or previously looked at your at your ads. So I hope that makes sense. Hey there! I have a brand new podcast called Fired Up with Krista Mayshore where I bring my high energy right to your ears. This podcast is available on all your favorite podcast platforms. So do me a favor, go subscribe and leave a review. All this information is free, and I cannot wait to teach you everything I know. Thanks so much for watching my video. You can learn more about how to be a successful real estate professional by watching other videos that I have. And be sure to subscribe to my channel. And as always, make it a great home selling and buying day.